When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. I'm Dr. John White, WebMD's Chief Medical Officer and host of the Spotlight On series from WebMD's Health Discovered podcast. For this special two-part episode, you'll hear up-close and personal journeys about being diagnosed with a rare type of cancer, multiple myeloma. He looked at me. I have been his patient for more than 20 years. And he said, this is really strange. You're an African-American, age 57. I've never seen this before. This back pain that you're continually having with no signs of osteoporosis. No signs, exactly. And I didn't have any signs of osteoporosis in my family history. Listen to Health Discovered on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Illinois fighting Illini finally, finally got back into the win column this weekend for college football week five and the Big Ten week five. There was other exciting games throughout the Big Ten that happened this weekend. Some good games to be had, some close games to be had, uh, some blowouts to be had, some surprise teams in the Big Ten that are ranked very high, some that are being overlooked. Craziness happened all around the Big Ten football this week five, but the biggest part was Coach Bielma finally got Illinois back into the win column. Before we continue to dive in on this episode of the Coach Steve Show podcast, please hit the subscribe button on the YouTube channel. Please leave a five-star review. Uh, Subscribe to it in audio form wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, check out the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network at bellyupsports.com. And we will go over my Week 5 Big Ten picks. And then we will go over, we're already getting to Week 6, we will go over the Week 6 picks. 
Not as many games going on in week six, but we will get there. We will pick them. We'll tell you uh, my record and why you should pick them if you're making bets. And speaking of, if you're making bets, the best place to go make bets is to go to mybookie.ag. And if you go to mybookie.ag, use the code BELLYUPFANTASY to double your first deposit. So you deposit 100 bucks, you get 200 bucks. 50 bucks, you get 100 bucks. 200 bucks, you get 400 bucks. If you're rolling high because you're making a lot of money from all the picks you're getting from me and you deposit $1,000, well, you're going to get $2,000. Do same game parlays. You can pick things that happen in the game and combine them. You can pick different games. Take the over-unders. Take who's going to win outright. Take plus-minus points. Combine them. Have bigger odds. Win more money. If you use the code BELLYUPFANTASY, that lets you know that I – they it lets my bookie know that I sent you. Help support the Belly Up Podcast Network and help support the Coach Steve Show Podcast. Finally, finally Illinois finally got a win. Now, it was not a very signature win, but a win's a win nonetheless. A win gets you some confidence. Illinois this past weekend played Charlotte. Now, people probably overlooked Charlotte. Charlotte is not a Power 5 school. Charlotte's not in a Power 5 program or conference. But Charlotte is not a bad team. I believe Charlotte was 3-1 and one coming in. Illinois has been on a four-game losing streak since week zero. And they've been struggling. They're struggling on offense. Their defense is figuring it out. Their defense is able to disguise. Their defense is able to fly up, make tackles. They are, I believe they want to be a man scheme, but they're finally going to some zone the defense is slowly figuring out. Coach Bielema is a defensive guy. He was an assistant with New England and Bill Belichick. He had learned a couple things. He was a defensive guy when he played in college, when he was coaching, when he was at Wisconsin. He understands offense, but the defense is figuring it out. The offense has been very stagnant. The offense does not seem to have an identity besides wanting to run the football. But when they get into passing situations, we just do not have the dude. We don't have the guy that we're going to throw the ball to. We don't seem to have the guy when it's third and long, we're going to throw this. We don't seem to have that play when you know it's third and three, third and two. What are we going to do besides run wide zone or inside zone? But that's because of recruiting. We are still dealing with Coach Lovey Smith's recruits. Yes, the offensive line is supposed to be the anchor of the Illinois offense. But when they stack the box and you still want to continue to run the ball, when you put in different tight ends, but the tight ends are not blocking very well, you are going to struggle. But when you don't have a consistent quarterback that's going to threat down the field, that's not going to manage the game well, your offense will be stagnant. But Illinois had a tough battle against Charlotte. This is not a win that you look at and it jumps off the paper to you. Some picked Charlotte to beat Illinois before the season. A lot picked them to win coming in because Illinois, again, does not have an identity. They don't know who they are or in the struggling. The big still question mark has been quarterback. Quarterback has been a big thing. But Illinois, I think, has finally found a running back. We have a couple. Joshua McRae is a beast. But Chase Brown this weekend had an incredible game. Incredible game. Ran very well. 
again. It's against Charlotte, so some can say what they want. He had 257 yards rushing in one game. So Illinois said, hey, we're going to run the ball a lot. He had 257 yards on the day. This season, he has 379. So he came out and had himself a game. Joshua McRae on the season has 327. We have another running back, Reggie Love the third, 150 yards. So I think Illinois does know who they are. So when I say they don't know who they are, I mean they don't know who they are in certain situations. They want to come in and run the football, but there are situations where they don't know what exactly it looks like it's going to do. We just don't have a quarterback. The only receiver that's doing anything for us is our converted wide receiver, Isaiah Williams, with 275 yards receiving. Then we have a quarterback playing wide receiver again with 117. Corey Washington has 103. Um, Daniel Barker has 100 yards. Chase Brown, who's our running back, has 99 yards. Luke Ford, who's supposed to be, who is actually a pretty good tight end. I don't think he's getting utilized enough. Only has 66 passing yards. So the passing game is very questionable. I know Brent Billman wants to run the ball. Coach Peterson, offensive coordinator, is looking to run the ball. But you can't do that all the time in the Big Ten. You are going to have to spread it out unless you are Iowa. And we're not quite to that point. But Illinois, I think, is going to figure out the run game. We just got to figure out the pass game. We got to figure out the pass game. But Brown, Chase Brown, ran very hard. That guy has to have negative 0.5% body fat. He ran through tackles. The O-line was blocking much better. We just are not very efficient in the pass game. Now, I'm not a 100% firm believer that if you make a team one-dimensional that they're going to struggle. You just want to take away what they're really good at. So if Illinois says, hey, we're really good at wide zone, and they take away wide zone, well, Illinois better have an inside zone game or some type of other thing to run the football. It's kind of like Mike Leach in the air raid. People, if you he's one-dimensional, they say, well, we're going to make him run the football. We're going to drop eight. Well, he has figured out how to pass against eight for years, for years. So if Illinois really, really – what I mean by making teams one-dimensional is if they're decent at both, you really can. Now, some are going to say, well, we're going to live with one. So – If a team comes out and and is more of a run team than a pass team, but they're pretty decent, well, they're going to look at which one are they better at, say, okay, they're better at running the football. We are going to take away running the football and live and die by them passing. Hopefully they make a mistake. Illinois can only run the football. So in that way, yes, if you make them pass the ball, they are going to struggle because we have not proven that we can consistently pass the ball with who we have at quarterback in Brandon Peters. Brandon Peters has done a lot for Illinois, has stayed committed to Illinois for three years, I believe. Coming from Michigan, of all places, has really committed to us. Yes, he was hurt the first couple of games. But when we look at statistics, Statowski, in the limited games that he has played, leads Illinois in passing. He only has 611 yards, six touchdowns, and one interception. Brandon Peters, who, yes, missed some time, 
has 398 yards, one touchdown, and has gotten sacked 10 times. Stutowski led the win against Nebraska, brought us back to almost win against UTEP. Virginia was just a way better team. So we are, so this is the first one Brandon Peters has had with the team as the starting quarterback and playing throughout the game. Brandon Peters played quarterback a few times back in the COVID year of 2020. We only won two games. I think it's time to move on from Brandon Peters as a starting quarterback. You have to look at now what we what we don't know is what we see in practice. They practice. They are see, that's how you earn your time playing a game. Parents out there don't want to think that way. Parents want to say, well, Johnny's really good or, you know, oh, this guy during a game doesn't do well. Why is my son not playing and all that stuff? You earn your playing time in practice. So Bram Peters must be a really good practice player. And then it comes to a game and it just doesn't seem to go. Now, and the defense. Well, our converted quarterback, Isaiah Williams, who is probably the best athlete on the team, and I, he's a great player, one of the favorites when he's at wide receiver, is our leading, has the leading receiving yards. We just don't really have a deep threat to throw to. But Brandon Peters, I don't think, is the guy to do that. Just some of the decision-making, some of the throws, the arm strength, doesn't really seem to be there. Maybe he's a great leader. I know they're getting him to talk more, but when you look at statistics, Statowski seems like the guy that maybe should start a quarterback. Now, I think Brandon Peters bought himself another game because of beating Charlotte, but I think if this continues for another game or two, they should probably really look at Statowski coming in and playing. He must he has earned the respect in the locker room, Brandon Peters. Brent Bielema, I think, really likes him. The players like him, so they're playing him. He's earned that right. But when he's played, they have struggled. They're not very consistent when he's in there. I think it's time for Illinois to really move on from Brandon Peters because you look at, like, Maryland and Purdue. Close games, but they lost. Zatowski brought you back. I mean, Stutowski had 124 yards in the time he's played in Nebraska. When he was playing in Nebraska, got 266 yards passing against UTSA. I know they lost, but he was bringing them back. He played very well, actually. Stutowski against Virginia, even though they lost, had 221 passing yards. And then with Brandon Peters back, 185, 178. Now, this past game, the run game is picking up. So the offensive run game is really picking up. I think the offensive line is getting their feet underneath of them in the scheme. And Coach Miller, the offensive line coach, who was fantastic. Coach Peters, Peters is, uh, Peterson's finally figured it out. But I don't know if Brandon Peters is going to be the guy. If, if they come out and struggle against, they have a meat grinder of a schedule coming up. They have Wisconsin next. Then they got to play Penn State, Rutgers, Minnesota, Iowa, Northwestern. So if he struggles a little bit with Wisconsin and Penn State, the excuse cannot be, well, they're really good teams. If he comes out and struggles, especially when they get to Rutgers, Tatowski playing against his old team, I think it's time to move on from Brandon Peters and move to Tatowski leading the big, my fighting Illini. 
But regardless, the defense looked better. They, they, you know, they did their job. You hold a team to 14 points, no matter who you're playing, you're going to have a chance to win. Now, the, the offense should have scored more than 20-some points, but again, we run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. We can't complete short passes. We don't really have a deep threat, but then we don't really have a quarterback that's going to get the ball accurately deep. We're going to struggle, but a win's a win. Coach Bielma said that, you know, again, I think he hinted at it's not a it's a huge win for the team. It's a huge win for the locker room. I think he knows this isn't a it's on a calendar, it's gonna make headlines type of win. But it is a win nonetheless in that locker room to finally get that losing streak off of their back and hopefully build some confidence so when they get into practice, because confidence showing up is part of the battle. Getting confidence is a huge part of the battle in sports, especially football. You're getting confidence saying, well, we can run block. Me as the old lineman, can we, can we run block? As a wide receiver, are we catching the ball? As a running back, while well, I'm reading the play right, I'm making the cuts. Defense, man, we're, we're all flying to the football. We can create turnovers. We can get an interception. We can tackle. We're getting tackling. We can really get off a block. Defensive line can really get a hand extension. Like They have confidence that they can do that once they do it a couple times and they remember what it feels like to win. Confidence sometimes can overtake a lot of things unless you're playing like Alabama. But I think in the Big Ten, you get some confidence, you get a little swagger, and they start to really buy into what Coach Bielema is doing and saying, yeah, see, I'm, I'm telling you, we did against Nebraska. And then after that, you know, guys, you, you just start doing your own thing. Now we're going back to the way we can do things and you're starting to win. I think it can work. So, again, this is not a huge signature win, but it's a great win for Illinois to finally get back in the win column. Tired of watching them lose, but they finally got back to it. I think, but again, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna repeat this. We have great running backs. The old line's figuring out. Now we need a quarterback. I kind of sound like I'm talking about my Bears, but that's a whole another episode. That's a whole another thing. We we need a quarterback, and I think it's time to go to Statowski. I think it's time to go to Statowski, unless Brandon Peters is just practicing very well. But if stuff's not transferring to the game, we have to move on. And I think it's Tatowski time to move on to play. There was other games besides Illinois in the Big Ten. Huge games. Huge games. We're going to go over the games very quickly. The fastest five minutes of the Big Ten. One team people are overlooking, and I don't think given or giving respect, is Iowa. You know, I mean, Iowa was playing Maryland. And they were number five. And Iowa was only minus three and a half favorite over Maryland. I think Maryland, or people are high on Tua's brother at Maryland. Now, I'm not saying they're not good. But this is Iowa. I, I Iowa's defense is good. You want to talk about hard hitting, high flying. It's Iowa. And Iowa has a really good run game. And I said this. You give Iowa a quarterback that can manage the game and can throw the ball, short pass, deep pass, whatever, but mainly short pass, and can really open up once they get the short game going. I think I think they were only minus three and a half because they played against Colorado State, but I'm telling you, Iowa didn't do a, do a lot in their playbook. They were like, eh, we're just going to do our thing. And I don't think Iowa really cares. Iowa's not out there to say we're going to score 30-some points, 40-some points, 50 points. Now, they won 51-14 to 14 against Maryland, if they can, 
or if it just happens, it happens. But they're not out there saying we're going to score this many points. We're not out there like Ohio State's like we have to score 40-some or 50 points. They want to just beat you. They really don't care how they beat you. They just want to beat you. So they were only minus three and a half versus Maryland. But you give them a quarterback like uh, Spencer Petraeus, who is not, I mean, right now on the season, he has 943 passing yards. He has 62% completion percentage. He has seven touchdowns and one interception. Now, to some people, when you go through five weeks of football, and eh, that's not that good, but he doesn't have to because they can run the ball. Tyler Goodson has 430 yards rushing. Uh, Ivan Kelly Martin has 153 yards rushing. Like, they can just manage the game. Receiving, they pass it around, 263 yards, 146 yards, 132 yards. Like, they don't need to do that. And I said this. I think Iowa's going to win the Big Ten. So Iowa comes out and puts the beat down on Maryland, 51-14. to 14. Like, you give Iowa a, com- a competent quarterback that can make throws, they're going to win the Big Ten. They get the run game going. Their defense playing pretty well. I mean, defensively, if you want to look at their schedule on defense, they only let Indiana score six. They let Iowa State, who people are really high on, score 17. Kent State, high-flying offense, score seven. Colorado State scores 14. Maryland scores 14. They're only giving up, you know, probably average of 14, 13, some points, higher the average is. I'm not going to do math. I'm no mathematician. I'm no math major. I'm not going to do it. But, I mean, Maryland is being underlooked even though they were five in the nation i think people really aren't high on them i'm telling you right now if you're listening to this you heard it first now they're number three in the nation coming in as this recording they're they're good they can get past their next game they're going to win the big 10 conference so i think they're being overlooked which is fine with them indiana had to travel to penn state penn state is another sneaky good team They just do what they do. They're not going to put up these extreme numbers. Their defense is going to come and hit you. Penn State and Iowa look like a very similar team to each other. Penn State just want to take what the defense gives them, not get this high-flying numbers, and we don't need to come in and score 30, 40, 50 points. They are very similar. Indiana is not the same Indiana that was in 2020. They're, they're, They're trying to figure things out, losing your defensive coordinator, strength conditioning guys, now you're playing a full season. Like, it's it's pretty, pretty tough on Indiana. Penn State was number four in the nation. Comes and puts the beat down 24 to nothing. Indiana was trying to play tough, only holding them to 24. Penn State's there. They're probably the second best team in the Big Ten, if not the third behind Ohio State. Or maybe they're second or third best, and Ohio State's fifth. We'll get to that. Ohio State plays Rutgers. Rutgers is much improved. But it's Ohio State. Ohio State puts the beat down on Rutgers, 52-13. Ohio State's that team that's got to get to the 50-some points to try to make a point of how good they are. Quarterback at 330 yards passing and all that good stuff. Ohio State's Ohio State. I don't think anybody picked – some might have picked Rutgers to come in and really compete. I didn't see it at all, no matter how much improved they are, because Ohio State is Ohio State. Michigan played Wisconsin. Michigan is sneaky good. Sneaky good. Went to play at Wisconsin. Wisconsin is not playing well. That You want to talk about a team that's really struggling of who they are, even though they're a team that's meant to run the ball? 
Michigan comes in and beats them 38-17. Michigan is way under the radar, which we'll get to when we get to the week six picks. But Wisconsin, poor Wisconsin, losing a lot this year. I think they're losing more this year than they have in the past couple years combined. Michigan State comes in playing pretty well. Western Kentucky's a good football team. Michigan State came in, beat them 48-31. Western Kentucky kept that game close. But Michigan State is another team that's under the radar. Nobody thought they are going to be this good. I didn't think they were going to be this good whatsoever. They are Michigan State. Spartans represented by Rocket Mortgage coming in, giving good rates. They're, they're, they're getting people left and right, giving them a new home when they're kicking them out and giving them a new house and all that good stuff. Minnesota-Purdue had a rain game, huge pool puddles on the sideline. Minnesota had to squeak this one out. They needed everything out of their players to win 20-13. Purdue coming down at the last second, last few seconds of the game to make a play. And Minnesota's defense held up. Purdue is a sneaky good team that you don't want to play. Record's not showing it, but I think they're going to get an upset later on. Northwestern, man, coming in with one of the best defenses we had seen in a while in the Big Ten back in 2020. An okay offense in 2020. Kid just can't seem to figure it out. Nebraska won big, 56-7. to This keeps Scott Frost's job for another week or maybe for the rest of the year or at least a couple games. But Pat Fitzgerald up at Northwestern, something, something not going right. I know they lost some players. I know they lost a, one of their coaches to retirement. But you had one of the best defenses in the Big Ten. You went to the Big – you went into the Big Ten championship game, played pretty well against Ohio State and Justin Fields. Something ain't going right in Northwestern. Are they young? Do they not get the recruits? Pat Fitzgerald is a good coach. He's going to figure it out, but he's got to figure it out now. This is not going well for them right now, especially when you lose to Nebraska, who loses to an Illinois, and you lose to them 56-7. to So this just gives me great hope for Illinois when they go to play some of these teams. But, man, you lose 56-7. It's not looking good. Not looking good. Before we go into our week six picks in the Big Ten, last week for my picks, six and two. So I'm telling you guys, if you listen to the picks and you want to make a bet on them, go make a bet on them. I was six and two overall the week before, eight and three. This is for you guys to go make some money. You know, I watch the Big Ten a lot. This is for you. This is my research for you. Now we're going to get into our Big Ten week six picks. Not very many games going on in week six in the Big Ten. Maryland and the old Illinois coach Ron Zook, the best Illinois coach since Brent Bielema, who thought we would ever say that, took Illinois to a Rose Bowl as a special teams coach. He and Loxley and Tua's brother traveled to the Ohio State University, the softest fans in all of college football and the weakest-mindest fans of all of college football except for one guy that I know. Maryland travels to Ohio State to take on the seven-ranked Buckeyes. Maryland, I am sorry. Brunzook, I am sorry. But this is Ohio State in the horseshoe. You're not there yet. You're getting close. Maryland is getting close to making a breakthrough to being very, very good. Maryland will travel to Ohio State. Ohio State will pull the win out. Maryland will probably play close in the first quarter, and then Ohio State will remember where they're Ohio State and come out and win. The shockingly ranked Michigan State Spartans, represented by Rocket Mortgage, are sitting at number 11 in the nation who never saw that coming because they were awful 
2020 are traveling to the new reinverged Rutgers team in New Jersey. Rutgers coming off a hard loss to Ohio State. Michigan State is playing pretty well, winning close games. I don't think the Rutgers team is quite there yet. They will play tough. This game will be very close. Michigan State, represented by Rocket Mortgage, will pull out this win against Rutgers. They will send Rutgers to a new home, represented by Rocket Mortgage, to get a new claim. They will win. Wisconsin Badgers travel to Champaign, Illinois, to play my Illinois fighting Illini. Brent Bielema, flip-flop Friday, Brent Bielema, his old team traveling to his new team in Champaign. This will be a, I don't care what he says or anybody says, this will be a somewhat emotional game to play his old team that he won a lot of Big Ten championships with, a lot of bowl games with. Won a lot of games there. Wisconsin is a struggling team. Illinois is trying to learn under Brent Bielman a whole new coaching staff, a whole new culture. Illinois beat Wisconsin two years ago on a field goal under Lovey Smith. Illinois played Wisconsin first last year and got their tails whipped against Wisconsin, where their quarterback completed all of his passes except for one, I believe. But he is now struggling. Wisconsin is struggling. They are going into Illinois. Brent Bielema is going to be fired up. That energy will feed in all week. I have Illinois beating Wisconsin, getting Brent Bielema, quote-unquote, revenge versus his old team of Wisconsin. The Big Ten game of the week. Number four, Penn State is traveling to Iowa to first the number three ranked Hawkeyes. This is going to be a hard-hitting affair. This will be a low-scoring game. It is going to come down to whoever makes the most mistakes. Who is going to blink first? Which quarterback is not going to show up and perform? This is going to be an exciting game. I see it being under 47 points combined. I have Iowa beating Penn State, giving Penn State their first loss of the year. Just opening up the door for Iowa to go win the Big Ten and possibly making the college football playoff for the first time. The sneaky good Michigan Wolverines and Jim Harbaugh's new contract where he's not making as much money because he probably should have been fired is proving people wrong right now. Nobody is talking about Michigan on TV. The little TV I watch and certain broadcasts and podcasts and shows are not talking about the Michigan Wolverines, which I think he likes. I think they all kind of figured out, hey, we're not meant to win championships. We're not. We're a team that expects to win championships. We're not going to talk about it anymore. They are ranked number nine in the nation. They are traveling to Scott Frost's team of Nebraska, up in Lincoln, Nebraska. Michigan is going to beat them by probably two to three scores or two touchdowns. So you're looking at 14 to 17 points. Michigan's going to stay sneaky good. And hopefully they don't get put on TV. If they start getting on ESPN and CBS, they will lose. They are being sneaky good. If they continue this, when they get to Ohio State at the end of the year and they continue this, that's going to be one of the most exciting Michigan-Ohio State games hopefully we have had. So I'm going with Michigan being them. So my picks are Ohio State over Maryland, Michigan State over Rutgers, 
Illinois Fine Illini and Brent Bielema over Wisconsin. Iowa over the Penn State Nitty Lions and the Michigan Wolverines over Nebraska, who should have gone back to the Big 12 years ago and probably should still go back to the Big 12 or just leave the conference because they're not meant to be in the Big 10 up in Lincoln, Nebraska. And that is this episode. Illinois finally winning. We got my 6-2 and two week, week 5 Big 10 picks. If you guys are looking to bet, go to mybookie.ag and use that code I gave you at the beginning to get to your Week 6 Big 10 picks. I don't lie to you. I do this for, for anybody listening to go make some money. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please, again, subscribe. Hit the like button. Leave a comment. You listen to it anywhere you can find your podcast on audio version, Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, all that stuff. Please leave a review, subscribe to it, share it out. Go check the Belly Up Sports Podcast Network, bellyupsports.com. Check out all the other affiliates in the description below. And we will see you guys next time on another episode of the Coach Steve Show Podcast. $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more.